0: Welcome back, everybody, to Streaming for Gold, only on the Brutally Honest Network. I'm here with Justin, and we are going to talk today about some of our top favorite artists, musicians, bands, albums, you name it, that got us into listening to music in general throughout our life and what we like to listen to today, just so you can kind of understand where we come from in terms of what we generally like. Some things we like, you might not like. Some things we hate, you might love. It's just kind of the way it is. You're not wrong. I mean, you might be wrong, but you're not wrong usually. Um, Sakashi 6-9, you're probably wrong. You're probably wrong, yeah, yeah. It's pick another door. Sorry, that is specific. <laughs> but um, so today, 2019, new year, Woo! we just did our recap of 2018, what we thought we liked in, in the past year, what we didn't like, a little bit of that. Um, so I want to go into, uh, what we listened to when we were growing up. So like the first, your first music experience you ever had, period. period. Let's see if we can remember that.
1: I can remember because my mom likes to remind me of, uh, the first things I listened to. It was, uh, it was Metallica when I was still in her womb. And then growing up kind of like young, young, it was like Pantera, Metallica, like that era of metal. Yeah. At some point, Rush came into the mix, because of course Rush came into the mix. And that was kind of like my first bathing of music. What about you? Did Did you like... Like, is that what you listened to? Yeah. Okay. No, I ended up liking it. I still... No, I think I hate most of it now. But I liked it then. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't like it when I was a baby. Like a, like a in-womb baby.
0: So... <laughs> but... <laughs> when I was born... My mom fed me uh, Kiss from a Rose by Seal on repeat. I'm just kidding. That's not my real story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. This explains so much.
0: Um, my first experience, I think, with music, I think was probably driving. Well, not driving, but in the backseat of my mom's car. My mom, used, my mom used to always listen to Pink, Gwen Stefani, and No Doubt, like exclusively... Um, and then i pick up bits and pieces of what I liked and heard on the radio, but, like, I was never, like, I always thought, which is ironic because I, I always pre Spotify today, but, like, I always thought it was a little bit too expensive to buy a CD back in the day. I thought it was a little, you, you appreciated it more, but. It did but. feel it. No, okay, that's a weird talking point. It felt that way because, fucking
1: whiskey, man. It felt, oh, it felt that way because. Because when you bought a CD back in the day, you had no idea what was going to be on it. That was our idea of the day. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, No, because you didn't know everything that was going to be on it. So when you bought it, you were taking a risk. You are buying an album off a single, usually just one. So by the time the second or the third came out, the album was out. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember thinking back in the day, like, I had this thought a while ago. Why is it that... We felt that way way back then. We don't feel it now. It's just because, oh, I didn't pay $10 for the song.
0: I paid $10 a month to stream a million songs. I think it's because everything costs more today in general. So it's like if we're not we're not spending the money on the CDs or DVDs anymore anyway, which is, I think, why we got to this position where now Spotify, you know, you can listen to everything for $10 a month. Um,
1: Oh that yeah that was inevitable though
0: cuz pirating destroyed the music industry. Oh yeah. But oh, also yeah. destroyed
1: the music industry just simply because it was it was a lot of cookie cutter singles for a yeah. while. And yeah. it started to make people like yes pirating was easier but it also made it so that I didn't want to buy this whole album. I only wanted this one song from it. Yeah. Because for many years it was just proven that hey, guess what artists make really bad fucking records. They make cool couple songs. They make ultimately bad records. Now, with Spotify and Apple Music and all those others, you really gotta have a body of work before you release it. Because what's gonna hit a trending chart might not be the single you dropped. Right. Considering everything drops at once and Spotify doesn't care about your signal, Spotify cares about what's the most streamed song.
0: Everything is at the same time more complicated to become a musician. But at the same time, it's also like it's all about your streaming and it's all about your marketing and your network and putting stuff out there. Where it's back in the day, arguably, you could have said it was hard in the music industry because all of the producing execs would take advantage of the musicians, which still happens. Mm. But I think now it's a different thing. Musicians are always going to have to... Same thing with like artists and and, um, filmmakers, we're always going to have something to complain about on how we're being mistreated. It's always like the same trickle down economics that end up fucking us in the ass. Yeah, I feel
1: like cuz these industries are built around pre-existing mega mega companies. Yeah. And now today with Patreon, despite its drama and all these other pay... you could just even do paypal-me. Yeah. And for paypal.me or whatever it's called and get paid directly. Like it's it's possible to crowdsource what you want to do. Yeah. Um, There's still like a taboo about it when it comes to Kickstarter and stuff, if you're a band at least. Right. It's like, why do you you need this? Like, We need to hear something before we do this. Right. I don't know. Kickstarter has a stigma, at least with me, because it's early days was just kind of like,
0: I have an idea,
1: and you're gonna pay for it. And then that idea never shipped.
0: I just got burned on Kickstarter, actually. Finally.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean- Not that I'm glad you got burned. It happened.
0: All of the projects that I have been funding have more or less been honest. There's two projects. Uh, by the way, like I'm just gonna throw this out there because it's a platform. Um, beware of um, <coughs> the Creative Nutrition exclusive. Be careful on Kickstarter. It's vegan uh, bakery goods, kind of things like that. Um, they that one I found out they used a company from Canada's information illegally, posted it on Kickstarter, took my money. And then I emailed Kickstarter, and they told me it doesn't violate their terms, even though it very blatantly violates their terms. So that's one. And then the other one is GearEye, which is something, ironically, I bought to help RFID track my gear on my phone. So when I walk out the door, my phone will buzz if I don't have something I need. Um, cool concept. I funded it over a year ago. They just pushed it back again to, I think, April 2019. It's I think it was supposed to come out in 2017. So now we're here, and uh, I, you know, that's Kickstarter. Easy tech. That just sounds like theft, right?
1: Like you so, can just get RFD stickers and things
0: now. Yeah, like, and Kickstarter does nothing about it. So Kickstarter's gone really downhill lately. Yeah, it's kind of a mix. It's it's like I I found I funded some really cool projects on there that I do believe in and are coming out, and I have received some, and they're all great stuff. And it's real exciting to open something that's not in stores and that you kind of almost custom ordered. You but, did
1: buy the OUYA gaming console back in the day.
0: Oh, I did. That I sucked. That. But actually, you know what? It Ooh, was a little fun. It was a little fun. That thing was pipe dream. It was yeah. cute. It was like this big. And it just sat on your shelf. <sighs> it was fun for a while. Switch is going to take over that entire market. The market died with OUYA. I don't Ouya? think so. OUYA? Switch is pretty... Switch. Switch's problem is... I mean, this is a music podcast, but... Switch's problem. problem is that there's too much... And their marketplace sucks in terms of like they just throw up like a hundred indie games a day along with their main releases and you don't know what to buy but it's nintendo they've never been good with third party so yeah
1: you kind of need that like throwing shit at a wall with nintendo yeah like the fact that doom is on nintendo yeah is shocking they used to never be uh an rated platform yeah ever and the fact that they even allowed doom yeah, yeah, let them let them try it out for a year.
0: Because
1: mm. the second the new Xbox and the PlayStation 5 come out, it's done. They're done. It'll have I its allure, so.
0: but it's going to not hold up. I think it is. It's a solid system. You had one at one point, right? Yeah. It's it's a douchebag. I flipped it. <laughs> it's a pretty solid system right now. No, it is. And it's going to be, the game's coming out further. <clears throat> and, I mean, let's be honest, Super Smash Bros. Melee sucked. Um, I'm not melee, uh, universe or whatever. It sucks. Yeah, I kind of I about it. Um, I have it. I bought the upgraded to get all the characters, which I'm not. I, I'm not mad about. I still like playing it. I just feel like it. It didn't live up to the hype. But uh let's go back I to music. I about but anyway. <laughs> So,
1: yeah, music. Fuck.
0: Let me ask you. So, around that time when you were young, like, you know, between the ages of one and ten, one and 15, or whatever, what was your favorite? Let's go really early. Let's go, like, (laughs) what was your favorite single before you really delved into, like, buying your own music? What was your favorite thing on the radio or that you heard, like, your favorite single? Backstreet Boys. Was it really? It
1: was Backstreet Boys. What song?
0: First? Oh, God.
1: I don't know. Their first record. I can't even think of. The song. I'm going to listen to them forever.
0: I want it that way. <laughs> I liked them before that.
1: Yeah. But I definitely liked them through that. My first concert was Britney Spears. Oh, really? I was like 11.
0: I'm kind of jealous. 11? Because I pretty- still love Toxic. It's still one of my favorite
1: songs. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't hate Britney Spears. I don't even remember why I went to that because I did not love Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. I just tell you what, my first show was um, Damage Plan, Pantera's. Oh, yeah. Pantera's newer you know what i mean and
0: uh, rest in peace my first single was my first favorite single was um give me that gushy stuff by jay-z you know that song right yeah yeah that that's a great song after that i didn't go to my first music my first music related show like for me until I was actually my first one was like when I was twenty. I went to my first Warp tour. It was my first show. That is a terrible first show. My helicopter parents, so I didn't. I didn't. That really... might have been a great first show from your
1: perspective, but in the preceding years that Warps existed, I'm like, that's a terrible show to go to. That was. And the, I'm seasoned.
0: That was the best year I've been to. What well, year was so it? Like six years. I'm not sure. I don't was it in
1: Brockton? No. Warped Tour used to be at the Brockton Fairgrounds. You gotta be shitting me. Yeah, Eminem played. Eminem played Warped Tour at the Brockton Fairgrounds. That's nuts. Alongside, like, Green Day and Cymbal Plan and those bands. That's kind of nuts. Yeah, I was at that show. That was wild. Um, Fuck, I'm old. I'm not even old, but I'm old.
0: What did you listen to in high school?
1: Ooh, that's fun. So, when I started to leave middle school into high school, I started to get real into, like, um like Boston Punk. Yeah. So uh Global Threat, The Unseen. Those are Boston bands, but then like the Casualties and You pro- just punk, just straight punk. And then I started a a Misfits and my Chemical Romance cover band. Interesting. When I was like fifteen. So yeah, that's shameful.
0: But that was fun. That's real that's why I listened to probably for the majority up until tenth grade. That's kinda funny because the only band that I was in in high school was a there was a co- it was not a cover band it was an original band but they covered like Misfits like four or five Misfits songs so it was like a like a crossbreed kind of like a couple songs we wrote and then a couple songs you, that were just Misfits you could be I mean I didn't drink that because I was like fifteen but you could be shit faced and still play
1: a Misfits song yeah pretty much they were my chem was a little bit more interesting when you're that young I mean they're easy stuff now yeah but it was it was fun. It connected with audiences then. Yeah. It was weird. Like we we somehow thought that My Chemical Romance and Misfits were both like horror music. So we would we would play shows with the other local cannon bands and that stuff at the the old bowling alley next to the strip club in Stoughton. There's, like Five people I know about this. Oh, I remember where that was. Yeah. Yeah, right right next to Alex's place. So many. I played probably fifty to hundred sets. on the Oh, bowling Cosmic party.
0: Bowling. That's what co- they, had, they had Cosmic Bowling. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that place. Yeah, but they said literally set up a bar.
1: stage on the floor. Yeah, like over, they, they designed a stage over the, the alleys. Yeah, and those are some of the best shows ever. And I played big venues like the
0: Palladium and the
1: Middle East and stuff. So
0: yeah, hi, we're from Boston. Hmm. That's What this conversation's leading towards? So, in high school, I so after, basically having a huge phase with Eminem in middle school which everybody did Marshall Mathers LP um I bought Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 cents on a Hebrew school field trip listened to it on the way back while kids in the back were playing 7 minutes in heaven um I think I said that last music podcast yeah, yeah. too it's just really it's funny yeah fitting. um but then in high school I had like a phase where I listened to like when I was in the band I listened to a lot of the misfits I got into the Pixies a lot. Um, My Chemical Romance, some songs I liked a lot, um, and then um, it was largely at Black Flag. Uh, mm-hmm. Some some lesser known punk bands, Gang Green, um, and then I had a huge, gigantic garage rock phase. Mm-hmm. I listen to tons of '60s bands like unrelated That's segments. Where you in high yeah, yeah, tons of garage I rock. I went
1: down like hardcore music like Half Hard and uh fuck Death Portis Honor and some of those more hard hardcore punk bands and those, yeah. uh yeah. I don't they went there, but at the same time I was still listening to like some top forty and yeah. Still some big artists like when a Data Remember came out. Yeah. But when a Data Remember came out, they weren't a
0: the sensation they are now. I didn't know any of that stuff. I was the hardest band I listened to at the time was either um System of a Down, which they're arguably experimental, not really very hard. And then there was this band called Terror 2000 who had songs like um, Cookie Monster Mountain and um, Flesh Fever Fiesta. It was like really heavy metal with really funny lyrics, such as um, Gimme Some Jimmy Jimmy King Lips or Jimmy Carter Lips or something like that. It was, it was nuts. It made no sense. I mean, I listen to a band called Terror... <laughs> And bleeding through. Well, Terror is just hard. They're not funny at all. No. They, they no, kill no, no, people no. on stage. <laughs> you should have seen when I went to see Terror for the um, Monster Hardcore or Metal Fest or whatever, and it was all kids going to Outbreak see I See Stars, and then Terror came on. Yes. Yes. Outbreak
1: Tour. Remember when Outbreak Tour used to play metal? It doesn't anymore. Now it's all rap. I get it. They're playing. Yeah. are playing under the common denominator, and... Beartooth signed a Red Bull record, so life's gotten weird lately. <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: That's an interesting label to be on. So let's talk about 20s. 20s. You didn't change too much in your 20s. I don't, uh, I don't, I... I don't think, anyway. No, you...
1: it got broader. Like, the longer I've been a musician, the more broad my music taste has gotten. And we'll get to today eventually, but probably I was I was into anything for a while. Not uh, Not country. You had a techno phase. I had a techno phase. I blame IC Stars for that. I blame a lot of those like early Asking Alexandria, like what was considered screamo back in the day. That definitely put me into like I like DDM for a little bit. Yeah. Um, Skrillex coming from from First to Last, which is the only reason I even knew who the fuck Skrillex was, was mm. because of From First to Last. Even though everybody that knows Skrillex doesn't know about From First to Last.
0: Yeah, I was one of those. You didn't know that, yeah. No, no, no I, knew th- I knew that now. Oh. I know it now. I back when I first like you first came out, I didn't know that. Um, but I like I like the blending of the two genres. I like I like electro electronic mixed with uh like metal and post-hardcore. I did today, it's
1: it kind of died off. It's not really the same today, yeah. Because nobody it exists, does it. There is was... because it sounds cheesy now. Mm. We we, go, we keep going through like little renaissance phases where we're going back to like the roots of metal. Like yeah. Bleeding Through just put out a new record and As I Lay Dying is coming back. yeah, I think, which, God, that song was so good. I'll put aside what he did to his wife. The song was so good. I don't know politics, but I'm not listening. It's not politics. He tried. He put a hit on his wife. The singer of As, oh, lay as lay I Oh, As I
0: Lay Dying, I was thinking as a day to remember. I know that. Yeah, Tim Limbesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then they're married again.
1: No, they're not.
0: I think so. I don't know. I think so. I'll have to fact check that. Yeah, fact check, I check that. I don't know. Wildest story ever. But anyway... It was wild from the jump. Yeah. <laughs> I... They I, I, were on the top of the world, and he's like, I, wanna, I want Megan Dad, and I'm like... I'm not going to stop mm-hmm. listening to someone's music because of that. And in some cases, I've become bigger fans of someone. I've literally, one of my favorite... This is kind of a joke. One of my favorite uh, rappers and inspirations, Big Lurch, He, this, this genius... He took PCP, ate his girlfriend, and walked around Texas completely naked, dripping blood, saying I killed the devil. Yeah. (laughs) Me and a friend wrote to him in prison and and tried to advocate for his release. But it was merely because of uh, how ridiculous it is. But He had songs like Texas Boy. He's a legend. He is a legend. I don't support what he did, but he's a legend. Yeah. That is... It is. It's not cool what he did. But it is kind of funny, I guess in a weird, sick sort of way. I guess it's funny. It's the ridiculousness of him. It's wild. Yeah, I can't even like. I can't even advocate how this is okay for me to like. Him. But yeah, I like this dude, he his girlfriend on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, it's it's more hey, you no, can say about a local. Not musician.
1: phrasing. I'm, I'm gonna advocate for phrasing. We're gonna, we're gonna keep phrasing.
0: So. In high school, after high school, as I said, I went to my first warp Tour, um, twenty twenty-one. Who'd you go for? Um, I think I more so went for the adventure. I was like all so you didn't decked know out. Was no, I had my pocket protector ready. No, I'm just kidding. You I very well might have. I wasn't that nerdy, but it is weird for my first sh- music show to be a warp Tour in Man. in in uh, post uh, two thousand ten.
1: Your first show was after 2010?
0: I think yeah, so. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. You'd, yeah. You'd be 20 then. Because it was 2021, first show I went with uh, other Scott. So I went to Warp Tour, the first Warp Tour, my first show. And after that, obviously, like I spiraled. I had my like pre teen sceny beanie days, where See-beanie. I'm post teen sceny beanie days. So I was like 20 to 22. I was kind of a sceny beanie. I had the long hair. I had the band t shirts. I had the skinny jeans. Still have the skinny jeans jokes on you guys they're actually really stretchy and comfortable and great on film sets so who would have known but um I listen to a lot of like um
1: blood on the dance floor no not blood on the dance floor (laughs)
0: oh god um what the fuck is that other one um I don't know where we're going. I mean, name any. A Skylet Drive, Of Mice and Men, um, that type of stuff. Oh, I Um, buried a
1: lot of that early post-hardcore stuff. Well, it wasn't early, but...
0: I had my phase late, so I worked from there, and then I went into the post-hardcore with things like I'll Stay in Memphis, um, Color Morale I like a lot still. Um, They're okay. I'm really sick of their live sets. I love their live sets. He's too preachy. I, I think I agree with you that he's too preachy, but I don't think that I have seen anyone as genuine as him give a preachy he, uh he's genuine. I'm just sick of the preachy the same
1: preachy speech. Yeah. On repeat. Isn't it? Well no it's no like, respect what, to that.
0: What else are you gonna say? I mean Shut like the
1: fuck up Times the song. have changed,
0: I, I, I don't like any of you anymore. Like what you I mean, he's gonna say the same shit. I mean it is cliche, but I guess we'll definitely have to have a, an episode
1: about things we hate about concerts or love. Yeah. Because that'd, that'd be a cool episode. That would be... Fuck, I got gripes. That would be great, yeah. I have gripes and I have loves. Oh, believe me, I know. Every kid that brings a backpack to a show should be drowned. I have a lot of videos
0: somewhere, oh. or they might have got deleted, of you just getting really pissed off at shows, moshing walls, and threatening to kill kids with backpacks hugging their girlfriends. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. I feel...
1: It. It's something about kids in backpacks at shows just standing in place, like, hard-styling it. And I'm like,
0: yep. I want to two-step you back into your grave... I mean, back then, like, like going to doing? shows for me was kind of like, let's see what girls I can get numbers from. <laughs> that so. was what it was like back then,
1: yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Now yeah. i to shows, I'm just like the dad in the corner. I'm like, can you just stop touching me? Yeah. I'm just trying to listen to this band. Yeah. With I'm my a- PBR, I'm six offended. For.
0: Lawsuit. Boom.
1: Yeah, I think now when I go to shows, how many people can I offend? Yeah. And then, proceedingly, some tall six foot. Douchebag just tries to break ribs, and I'm like,
0: I can't fight you. I'm not gonna try to fight you. Except Treebeard, he does that, but he's awesome. I like Treebeard. Yeah, Kevin. So I said he's the exception. He's fun. He he's fed the shows. He fed me dick. He fed me toast on my bathroom floor when I was too hungover one day. It was a very weird day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing this tall motherfucker being like, "You should eat some toast." Dude, it was exactly like that. It was like straight out of a movie. Like one day that could be in a movie I write. That should be a scene yeah. in a movie. That's it has to be him though. Yeah, because he's. Oh. So.
1: I don't, we diverged.
0: A little bit. So no, we're <laughs> no, we're at today now. So like, yeah. what have you? It's been like four or five years since that era of living in Stoughton in my apartment that was basically party central. That between my house, my apartment. For two years, when we were 22 and 23, and our friend Brennan's house, um, party every day. Beer pong every day for like a solid, not even a summer, like seven months. Yeah, I think I saw
1: Brennan's living room more than I saw my own.
0: Yeah. I've
1: seen your bathroom more Than I've seen
0: my own At your old Apparently, apartment Apparently a lot of people have And a lot of asses in seen my bathroom that I don't A lot I, of sex Happened I in that bathroom I didn't know I don't live there anymore So it's okay Oh no, thank god Yeah That was That apartment was Was You were like That was You were like the first few people
1: That had an apartment When you we were growing up Yeah So I think everyone just thought We can fuck here And they did They just did Yeah Many relationships started And ended in that apartment Very strange I think all relationships Started and ended In that
0: apartment Yeah yeah Good times It was a fun time But like most of the people that came over Were just using our apartment uh-huh. Like you
1: said but for, for the sex and the booze
0: Whatever Yeah
1: Anyway today Do I listen to that? What don't I listen to today? My favorite music today Is probably like uh shameful to say this Like really bullshitty Billie Eilish style Olivia O'Brien style pop music Hmm Because, I don't know, I just want to hear a shitty 4-4 beat and zone out. Yeah. That's just, like, that's my resting mood when I'm at work. It's just, just give me a shitty 4-4 beat, Mm. simple vocals, no one's doing anything crazy, no one's getting Grammys. Yeah. And I almost said Emmys. I still don't know the difference at 27. But. I
0: have, I have pretty much, pretty much the same, like, I feel like I've mellowed out. (coughs) I don't really have a scene anymore. Like, I used to feel like I had a scene, like... (coughs) Not that I would be like, your music sucks, like, it's, it's not with my scene. Not like that kind of thing, but like, I feel like I, I just, you know, I Spotify, I stream everything, I find new shit every day. So I listen to like a pretty good mix of everything, everything from like post hardcore and metalcore at the gym, to things like, um, you know, female R&B artists, like, even like Mariah Carey's new album is actually really solid. Um, yeah, you'd be surprised um, I could look into that camera, I would <laughs> Am I?
1: No, I'm not I know it's framed
0: um, <laughs> Myla J is good If you know her um, And then I listen to a lot of A lot of just weird country country Almost borderline country Pop pop country things um, Stuff like that Can
1: I roll harder? <laughs> Honestly, there's some country-ish music that's hitting me I'm so fucking mad yeah. I spent twenty seven years being like, No country and twenty seven I'm just like, Dan and Shay, you could enter my heart. you fucking totally fine band you are. I don't know. The the poppier country gets the more I like it.
0: Yeah. same. It
1: started, but like
0: well, again, another thing we talked about last episode was just like that that like, look at my
1: truck, my boots, my bitch. I'm like, No, I can't do that. Like
0: you're well, just Well, that kinda sounded like you were rapping. Yeah, I know. See, I love me some Yellow Wolf And, and he's like okay. country meets rap Which is a different story entirely oh, I think it's bit. the best music Yeah, too bad he's like not <laughs> relevant anymore He He could be again, just like that I don't know if he was ever relevant But I was, I was his fan for a long time His hey. albums are solid Like yeah. really solid it's just, I think he released a new song not that long ago I no He idea. did He gets into trouble a lot Which is unfortunate Because he's a little bit crazy oh yeah yeah like yeah, in one it. of the videos he posted like he was just yelling at police officers with blood on his shoe about how he had blood on his shoe so i don't understand what it was about but he's a weird dude but i did see him live once and it was he's the best better, show i've been bad. to He <laughs> might have come from
1: that we know this Alabama <gasps> what before you what was the best show you've ever been to
0: Um, Like objectively That show That show really That was my favorite show ever It was such a good show It was because It was Yellow Wolf But it was stacked With this uh, This rapper From I think Seattle Who was just A fat black dude Um, And then this, This other dude Mikey Mike Who was from California Who was like A feel good Rapper Meets country Kind of thing The show himself He had on stage Like a roulette And he'd spin the roulette And it was something Stupid for him to do and whatever it landed on, he or an audience member had to do it. So he made some girl from the audience drink, like, this weird bottle of shit out of a booth. I can't even, like, describe, but it was really fun. i want drink this again.
1: <laughs> My favorite show... My favorite show just comes from a place of nostalgia and, like, love is, um... One of the receiving end of Siren's last show at the Palladium. Yeah. Not, like, it wasn't... It wasn't a great show. Yeah. It was just was like, "Hey, this is my favorite band of all time." Spoiler. Yeah. Uh playing their farewell show. And right. kind of just knowing that how many members are in that band and everything like this really was going to be their, like one of their last shows. Yeah, Spoiler, they proceeded to play 3 to 5 more shows over the years, back. as does all every band who announces a farewell tour, I've this, noticed. This band cannot get back together though. Yeah, they, like there's a marine biologist, Casey's in uh the deer hunter, like they just have no will to get back together.
0: Huh. Wow. But
1: they ended up doing a re-release of The Heartless and the Synapse uh, and got Casey back on it. Mm. If you don't know this band, I can't help there. But so, such good show. And it was the Palladium,
0: So no show is good. So let's round this show out because we're running a little bit long. I think, why don't you guys let us know what you're looking for for further episodes. Um, otherwise, yeah. we plan to release an episode every week Detailing, you know, some of our favorites, some of the shit we hated, out of uh, what came out on Spotify the previous Friday. Music comes out brand new on Friday, like a hundred albums a week. You don't even, <laughs> you don't even know Spanish music, which I'll be your um, guide on, um, especially Spanish rap. El Alpha, plugging them, go get them. Two for um, two. But thank you for tuning in to Streaming for Gold. This has been episode two of the podcast. We hope you tune in to episode three and. Let us know what you think. Have a good week. Thanks. Peace. Peace.